Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Today, I want to talk about EVP, electronic voice phenomena, and that's the recording of sounds and playing it back and hearing voices in it. Now, to the average person who's not interested in the afterlife, you might think that's absolutely crazy. And there actually is something called pareidolia which the mind and actually the eyes can do, we can take the sound of something and if we listen to it long enough, our minds can start hearing words in them. And it's very similar to the pareidolia that happens with people visually. And you may have heard some of these stories. Someone sees the Virgin Mary in a piece of toast or someone's looking at a tree and will see a face in the bark. Those things happen all the time. It's a natural thing for our minds to make up faces. Doesn't mean they're actually there. So anytime there's an image or an audio to know it is the real thing coming from the afterlife, there needs to be some kind of intelligence behind it. So pareidolia works with the mind through the ears that we could hear a sound over and over and over again. And all of a sudden we're hearing the sound of a loved one, we think, or when I was a kid, we would play records backwards. And the big thing was, is, oh, we're hearing scary words. We're hearing the voice of the devil, those kind of things. So my brother would pull out an old album and play it backwards and scare the heck out of me. Little did I know that our young minds were just making up words out of the sounds that we've heard. But electronic voice phenomena is actually quite different Stick with me on this. If you have a digital tape recorder and you record the sound of, say, raindrops coming down or a fan blowing in the background and have had a little prayer before, the loving intent to work with the unseen world, it just could happen that when you play it back, there is a voice, a voice talking to you. Well, how did I get interested in this world of electronic voice phenomena? And what kind of proof did I find? I'm not exactly sure where I had heard about it for the very first time. As you may or may not know, if this is your first show, I have been a researcher into the afterlife for about 25 years, all based on my fear of dying and really questioning, is there something beyond death? So somewhere along the line, I heard about electronic voice phenomena. 
I had purchased a book called There Is No Death and There Are No Dead by Tom and Lisa Butler. Now, I had no idea who they were. I just looked up EVP on Amazon and purchased a book. And I still remember sitting at home doing the exercise. And inside the book, they had said to dial your radio to one of those in-between stations where you can just hear static and press the record button and record and then listen to the voice if there is a voice on it, but play it back. And sometimes it takes playing over and over and over. So this is before I had any training, just now picture this. There I was doing the recording. I uploaded the recording into my computer. I sat with my headphones on and then I freaked out. The good Catholic girl inside of me said, this is certainly playing with the devil's work and I shouldn't be doing it. At that time, that was really far back into my adventure into discovering what lies beyond, but I scared myself half to death. So what I did is I buried my tape recorder in one of my drawers and that book and put it aside. So something else happened. I took a course in mediumship, which you may have heard about on an earlier episode, and I started getting accurate details about people's loved ones through my mind, through my imagination. I wanted to know, is there more to this? Is there some way that I could train to do this to be more accurate? Because truthfully, most of the time I was wrong, but the times that I was right, I was right on right. So I wanted to know, why does it work sometimes and why does it not work other times? Lo and behold, I go to a bookstore and I was in that supernatural spiritual section and I see a book, bright orange, called, get this, An Idiot's Guide to Communicating with Spirits. It almost seemed like the book fell off the shelf just for me. Didn't literally fall off the shelf, but it was right there teetering on the edge and I took a look at it. So throughout the book, There are all kinds of things about mediumship, the different kinds of mediumship there are, the history of spiritualism, all kinds of good stuff written by a woman called Reverend Rita Berkowitz. So I go through the book and I was absolutely fascinated to find out there are these places called spiritualist churches where you could go to a church service. And at the end of every service, the minister is a medium, and he or she will do mediumship readings on the congregation. I thought, wow, here I was living in Massachusetts. And this is an example of, are they synchronicities or am I being led on a path? I turned to the back of the book, looking for where would be the closest spiritualist church near me, and come to find out. Reverend Rita Berkowitz and her church in Quincy, Massachusetts, was only a half hour from where I was living. What are the chances of that? I decided to attend on a Sunday, brought my friend Bob with me because I was a little nervous, to be honest with you. And although I didn't have a loved one come through in the mediumship demonstration part, my friend Bob did. He had unresolved business with his mom before she had passed. 
And he was living with guilt and regret for the words that hadn't been shared. And lo and behold, the mother came through with such accurate information about who she was. And the medium was talking just to Bob. And Bob knew that was his mom. Now, Bob wasn't interested in all this. He came with me to the Spiritualist Church because he was my friend and it thought it'd be something interesting to do. Never expecting that these words that came from the medium would heal him and comfort him to know the mother's been witnessing what's happening in his life, that she had regrets, that she loved him, and the message was simply let it go. Something like that. It was amazing to watch. Well, coffee hour happened and I met Reverend Rita and she's just an incredible soul. And she looked at me and she saw, apparently, a bunch of light around me, told me I was a teacher and I was a healer and I was going to do big things. Back in those days, I was simply doing my catering job researching the afterlife. I had no intention of sharing anything that I was doing with anyone. Reverend Rita said to me, come back next week. I think you'll enjoy the couple that are going to be the ministers. Okay, well, I go back the following week, took my seat towards the front, and there was a husband and wife, and unfortunately, I don't remember their names. The wife was the minister. The husband stayed quiet for quite a while, but at the end, he got up to speak and he said, I never really bought into spiritualism. I never bought into this thought that there could be life after death until I could do something scientific to find out whether it's true or not. So he said, my wife and I bought a book on electronic voice phenomena. There is no death and there are no dead by Tom and Lisa Butler. And we proceeded to do experiments. He said they were both on their second marriages and both had children who were deceased. In their experiment, they had their digital tape recorder. They left a fan blowing in their bedroom and the two of them left their house. After a while, they went back in, turned off the recorder, uploaded the sound that was recorded, and they started to listen. And this gentleman said, I'd like to play for you now what we heard. And what they played was this. There were sounds of little children laughing. And the voice said, Daddy, don't be afraid. We're still here with you. Listening to that gave me goosebumps. Not only because they were doing electronic voice phenomena and because they mentioned the same name of the book that I had previously purchased and that the other book that I had bought, The Idiot's Guide to Communicating with Spirits, led me to a church so close to where I lived. But I definitely felt like I was on a path to learn about this. So I knew when the time was right, I would look more into electronic voice phenomena. I still had fear, quite honestly, so it wasn't anything I was going to do immediately. Fast forward a few months. I'm busy working my catering business, strung out from the long hours, and feel like going on a retreat. And there's a retreat center in Rhinebeck, New York, called the Omega Center. 
and they always have classes going on, all kinds of different things you can take. You eat vegetarian food, you do all kinds of nice walks, you can get massages. And I thought, you know what? I want to go there. I want to relax. I want to eat healthy. I want to be out in nature. I had one weekend free. And of course, it ends up being near Halloween. I look at the website and the exact weekend that I want to go, what do I see? Tom and Lisa Butler, electronic voice phenomena, EVP. I feel like on my journey, there's a path laid out in front of me. I feel like there is a point to it all. But unfortunately, I feel like we humans only get one step at a time. For me, I knew I had to take this retreat. I'll be back in just a minute to tell you what happened next and give you some of the history on electronic voice phenomena. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Sandra coming right up. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What does one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. 
Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on ParanormalDate.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well, yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you. You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it. Wow, this ParanormalDate.com thing really works. Maybe ParanormalDate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone... With an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and, of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. We are happy to announce that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached over 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows for free. So head on over to the Coast to Coast AM.com website and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. CoastToCoastAM.com is where you want to be. This is George Norrie, and you're listening to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're talking about EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. So where I left you is I decided to take the retreat with Tom and Lisa Butler, authors of There Is No Death and There Are No Dead. And if I were to tell you I was nervous, that would be an understatement. I took a cab over to the Omega Center from the airport, and the cab driver and I got into a great conversation, and he asked me why I was attending this retreat. Scared as I was, I told him the truth. And he looked over his shoulder and took one look at me and said, I have to know what happens. So this young man actually gave me his email address so I would tell him what happened. And as it turned out, the retreat was great. It was just a weekend. There were only five people in our class. It was a very small class. Tom and Lisa Butler, very normal people. They had been spiritualist ministers. They were interested in the world of electronic voice phenomena and gave some history on it. And before too long, we actually started practicing doing electronic voice phenomena. The examples that they gave were different kinds. There are voices that are type A, B, and C. A being the loudest, B being middle of the range, C being the ones that it's a far stretch, you know, listening in. And sometimes our brains really do use that pareidolia and make sounds into voices. One of the things we did is we would sit in a circle, say a loving prayer, which builds the intent. And we each brought our own digital tape recorder and we had an opportunity to record. There wasn't a lot of background noise to record, but we did. We recorded the sound of the wind blowing 
and whatever sounds were there at the retreat center. When we played back the recordings, unfortunately, I couldn't hear anything. Tom and Lisa would upload our individual recordings into their computer. And when they listened, they could hear things like, there's a message for your grandmother, Betsy, from your grandfather, John. And they gave me some accurate information about people in my life or that were in the afterlife as well. And they could hear this. Listening to electronic voice phenomena, to me, is like learning a new language. What's a language you don't know? Arabic, German, Spanish, who knows? And if you were to hear people speaking in their native tongue, in their language, to you or to me, our brains wouldn't understand that as language. We would only understand it as noise. However, you learn one word. So maybe Auf Wiedersehen, saying goodbye in German. And suddenly, if you hear a segment of someone speaking German and you hear that one word, your mind will recognize it. Well, electronic voice phenomena works the same way. Once we upload the sound segments into our computer, and I want to tell you, we do short recordings because it could take an hour to go through one minute of a recording, really, because you are now trying to train your ear to listen in for the finer things. So if you're recording the sound of raindrops, your brain will pick up the sound of raindrops and that's all it will hear. Having the intent and thinking to yourself, let me set the raindrop sound aside. What else can I hear in this? And the more you practice, suddenly it's almost like a sound starts to differentiate itself from the background white noise that you have recorded. You can hear whispers. You can hear louder voices. There's all kinds of things you can hear. They explain that the loved ones will rearrange the sound particles that were recorded in the tape recorders. So for instance, if you have two side-by-side tape recorders, to know that it's a real EVP, there will be different things on each recorder. So you wouldn't hear, say, I love you on both recorders. You would hear it on one and not the other. When you do have the exact same thing on both recorders, that just goes to show you that that is something you actually recorded. So God only knows how loved ones in the unseen world can do this rearranging. I've spoken about before, there's a place you go called the Halls of Knowledge or the Halls of Learning, and you can learn different things. And I'm sure on their side, they have to practice as well. So Tom and Lisa, they were able to play our EVPs in their computer and listen to them. And you want to use headphones that go over your ear, not just the little earbuds that go in your ear, but you want the best quality headphones you can that really can pick up those nuances in sound. Our instruction after doing a lot of practicing was to try to get our own recordings. I brought the tape recorder into my cabin. I was at a stage where I had already taken the class in mediumship and I knew that the afterlife was real. 
but I didn't have the backbone to talk about it. Because if people were to ask, Sandra, who do you see around me? The fact that I got it wrong so many times that my imagination would get involved and make up people, I couldn't use my psychic, mediumistic ability to prove to people the evidence of the afterlife. So I was looking for something tangible, or let's say audible, doing electronic voice phenomena. So on this particular evening, I was in a cabin all by myself, and I had my digital tape recorder. It was pouring rain. I'm sitting on the bed, and I imagine my grandmother, grandfather, aunt, and uncle by the foot of the bed. And I said, after pressing record, okay, you guys, if this is real, and I'm supposed to help people believe in the afterlife, I need you to speak really loud. And then I will say goodnight. So I left my recorder on for just one minute. And I said, goodnight. And I turned it off. I listened to the one minute clip. And around the 45, 46 second mark, I was filled with goosebumps. I stopped. I replayed it. I heard it again. And what's on the recorder is... Good night, Sandra. Good night. Good night. Good night. That's my best imitation of it. (laughs) I will try to include it here, but it might not be easy to hear based on this possibly being the first time you're listening, not having proper headphones, and plus you're not getting it straight from my recorder. It's going through a lot of things to get to you. Let me play it again. If you didn't hear it, you're not alone. It takes someone many times looping the same audio over and over and over again and really trying to pay attention for something other than those background sounds, for the whispers. I went to bed that night not being too comforted by the afterlife, but rather being a little freaked out because it was the first time that I actually felt not only is the afterlife real, but these people were around me at that moment. So I started feeling, do I never have any privacy? And even looking out into my room, I'm thinking, is it packed with dead people? You know, this, it wasn't very comforting. I went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, went into class with my recording and played it for the class. Well, I was the only person who got an audio that was loud enough for everyone to hear. The people in the class that were deeply grieving got comforted knowing that their loved ones must be around also. So that began my quest into recording electronic voice phenomena. I did it very secretly at first, and I would share it with people that were closest to me, and it rather freaked out some of the people, I must say. But it was also very comforting. And in time, I started having more and more confidence to work with people I was at one conference and had met a gentleman whose sister had taken her own life. And he said, can we try to do one of these recordings? And I didn't have raindrops available. So we actually went into my hotel room, turned the shower on for background noise. And working with this young man, Billy was his name. Here's what happened. 
when we played back the audio, there were lots of things I could hear that he couldn't. But we could hear, I love you, Billy. And in my mind's eye, I got this picture of a young gal who had pigtails and big smile and a gap between her two front teeth. And when I explained that to him, he said, that's what a sister looked like. Also, I heard, remember the game we used to play, remember Clue. He couldn't hear that. But when I said it to him, he says, that's the game she and I used to play was Clue. That's one example of what hearing electronic voice phenomena, an EVP, will do for a person. There's another story that I have that I was on a shuttle bus between a hotel and a San Francisco airport. And the lady who was sitting next to me, her mother had died in Hurricane Katrina. It was very, very sad. She hadn't been able to see her own mother in a couple of years Her siblings had forbid her to see her because of her lifestyle. She was a lesbian, and it broke her heart that she couldn't see her own mother for a couple of years, and then she passes. So I told her about the electronic voice phenomena, and she said, can we try to do a recording? So get this, we are in the airport in San Francisco, having no idea if this would even work, because the background sound is the background of people talking. So I thought, how are we going to hear a voice in that? But it was worth doing. So her flight left just before mine did. So we went to her gate and very quietly tried to say our loving prayer. And then we just let it record. The woman's name was Dee, and that's what I knew her as. And when we played back the recording, it was as if someone put their mouth really close to the recording, and we heard, I love you, Elizabeth. And this woman started to cry. Everyone called her Dee, except for her mother, who called her by her real name, Elizabeth. I'll be back in just a minute, and we'll give you some history of electronic voice phenomena. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors. Enjoy your search. Have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Hey everybody, it's producer Tom and you're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. When did people start getting interested in recording voices from beyond? Well, I don't know the exact answer, but I do know our dear friend, inventor Thomas Edison was responsible for so much, including the first phonograph. The word psychophone was suggested and used around that time, and it is said that Edison himself was creating some kind of a device to collect sounds and voices from the beyond after the death of his mother. In October 1920, there was an issue of American Magazine that contained an article by the author Bertie Charles Forbes, who ended up founding Forbes Magazine. And in this, he interviewed Thomas Edison. And Thomas said, if our personality survives, then it is strictly logical and scientific to assume that it retains memory, intellect, and other faculties and knowledge that we acquire on Earth. I am inclined to believe that our personality hereafter will be able to affect matter. If this reasoning is correct, then if we can evolve an instrument so delicate as to be able to be affected, moved, or manipulated by our personality as it survives in the next life, such an instrument, when made available, ought to record something. 
And then in 1921, he continues on in another interview and says he does claim it is possible to construct an apparatus which will be so delicate that if there were personalities in another existence who wish to get in touch with us, this apparatus will at least give them a better opportunity. Fast forward five years into 1926, and Thomas Edison comes back claiming it was all a hoax. He said, I really had nothing to tell Forbes, but I hated to disappoint him, so I thought up this story about communicating with spirits, but it was all a joke. Seems very interesting that he would do two magazine articles, Pro, the Psychophone, and then come back saying it was all a hoax. Many of us who have been on this path of exploring the afterlife, at some point we get ridiculed by people. And in order to save face, it would be very easy to say it was just a hoax. So we'll leave that up to you, what you think about Mr. Thomas Edison. In 1922, Charlie Brood wrote an article for the Society of Psychical Research. And it was about something called a dictaphone, that could be used to communicate between a medium and the dead, and it would prove useful in identifying the voices from the hereafter. Then in 1941, we know of American photographer Attila von Sally, who attempted to record ghost voices, later to become known as EVP, on a 78 RPM recording system. He would later advance to reel-to-reel recording in 1956, building his own modified recording apparatus. In 1949, Italian Marcello Bacci started attempting to communicate with the dead using a vacuum tube radio, which was the radio of that era, And people would come to his house to talk to their departed relatives. If you search on YouTube, you can find a documentary about Bocce, who spent most of his life doing these recordings. And sometimes they would even take out the inner workings of the radio. It would be unplugged and these voices would still come through in live time for people to hear voices of their loved ones. In 1959, the first person to become formally credited with recording electronic voice phenomena was Friedrich Jurgensen. He was a Swedish film producer who was out to record bird songs, and when he played them back, found he captured human voices, which he believed were communications from the dead. Now, surprising to learn that also in the 1950s were two Italian Catholic priests, Father Ernetti and Father Gemelli, who came upon the phenomena of collecting these voices when they were recording Gregorian chants. When listening to some of their recordings, Gemelli heard what he identified as his father's voice speaking on the recording, calling, Zucchini, is it clear? Don't you know it is I? Zucchini was Gemelli's boyhood nickname. These two priests were so confused and concerned about this supposed contact with the deceased that they actually brought it to the attention of Pope Pius XII. Pope Pius said, Dear Father Gemelli, you really do not need to worry about this. The existence of this voice is strictly a scientific fact. The recorder is totally objective. It receives and records only sound waves from wherever they come. This experiment may perhaps become the cornerstone for a building for scientific studies which will strengthen people's faith in the hereafter. 
In fact, I just mentioned Friedrich Jurgensen. Pope Paul V was well informed of the state of this EVP research that he made Jurgensen a knight commander of the Order of St. Gregory to honor his contributions. And later, the Vatican extended permission for its own priests to conduct EVP research. In fact, Father Pistone, who was a senior member of the Catholic hierarchy, said, I do not see anything against the teaching of the Catholic Church in the voices. They are something extraordinary, but there is no reason to fear them, nor can I see any danger. According to the modern catechism, God allows our dearly departed persons who live in an ultra-terrestrial dimension to send message to guide us in certain difficult moments in our life. The church has decided not to forbid any more of the dialogue with the deceased with the condition that these contacts are carried out with serious religious and scientific purpose. So the Catholic Church knows all about EVPs. In 1965, Dr. Konstantin Radova, who is a Latvian psychologist, heard of Jurgensen's recordings and decided to try his own experiments. He found his success when he believed he had recorded his deceased mother's voice. Of course, he went on to doing lots and lots of electronic voice phenomena work. William O'Neill, in 1980, constructed an electronic audio device, and he called it the SpiritCom. He claimed the device was built to the specifications, which he received psychically from George Mueller, a scientist who had died six years previously. Now, who I am most familiar with is Sarah Estep. In 1982, she founded the American Association of Electronic Voice Phenomena, and it is now called the atransc.org and was taken over by Tom and Lisa Butler. Sarah had recorded thousands of electronic voice phenomena messages. Many of us research the afterlife because we either have a fear of dying or we have a loved one who has passed away. Sarah was first impacted by death at the age of seven with the death of her grandmother. A couple of times a year, Sarah's family would visit her grandparents who lived in a funeral home. And when no one was looking, she would sneak down and look at the bodies. And this whole interaction with death had her start thinking that there must be a bigger picture. In 1976, she came across the Handbook of Psy Discoveries by Sheila Ostrander and Lynn Schroeder. And this book contained two chapters about EVP and the works of researchers Konstantin Radova and Friedrich Jurgensen. It was then that Sarah felt that EVP could be the most tangible evidence for survival and decided to conduct her own experiments to see if it was true. She used her husband's old reel-to-reel tape recorder and committed to try to record for at least a week. Every session, she asked the same question, is anybody there? But after five days, she did not have an answer. Out of boredom, on the sixth day, she tried to ask a different question. What is your world like, she said. And it was a response to that question that she heard a clear voice with the answer, the one word, beauty. In 1982, Sarah founded the American Association of Electronic Voice Phenomena and began a quarterly newsletter. 
membership grew to several hundred people in 27 states and then into many different countries. There was no internet that time. So Sarah was the glue that allowed researchers to gain knowledge about the work that the others were doing. Sarah held national conferences on EVP and helped tons of people around the world with how to record these voices. For 18 years, she led the AAEVP, and then in the year 2000, she decided to retire and asked Tom and Lisa Butler to take over. Sarah passed into the spirit world in 2008, but she had left in capable hands of Tom and Lisa the AAEVP, which the name eventually got changed to atransc.org, and that's the Association for Trans Communication. So it's not just audios that come in and EVPs, it is ITCs, which is instrumental trans communication. This is taking pictures and having pictures and videos come through of the afterlife. And I really recommend that you join the atransc.org. Tons of free things on their website, including a bunch of sound clips, best practices, techniques, all kinds of theory and all kinds of great information. And they do have several books they recommend. Great site. And more into EVP is the work of Sonia Rinaldi, who we interviewed on episode one, who not only has recorded 30 years worth of voices, mainly from children, talking to their parents from the afterlife, but she is now working with video and getting pictures of people in the afterlife. Absolutely extraordinary. I also recommend Sherry Pearl, You can find out more about her at SherryPearl.com, which is S-H-E-R-I-P-E-R-L.com. You can look up Sherry Pearl EVP on YouTube, and she teaches how to do electronic voice phenomena. So what about you? Are you finding this conversation interesting? Are you thinking EVP is something I might want to try to record? Well, one bit of warning. It's commitment and it is practice. If you were to imagine being on the other side and being a scientist that's helping loved ones communicate, who are you going to work with? Somebody who just tries it once and says, this isn't going to work. I'm never going to try this again. Or someone who makes a commitment and practices many times a week or sets it in their calendar to practice. A good question. We'll be back in just a minute with how to record EVPs. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. 
If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're talking about EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. What I want to do with this segment of the show is talk a little bit about how to record them, because it sounds good that we can practice doing this, but what are the steps to do it? So there's six basic things you need to get started. One, you need a recording device. Two, you need a good set of headphones. Three, you need a computer. Four, you need some kind of sound source, whether you're recording the sound of raindrops or the shower running, or there are things that produce what's called gibberish, the chopped up sounds. And the two last things are the ones I want to cover first. 
patience and commitment. And while this might seem funny that I bring these up, they are two of the most important things. If you can imagine there is a team on the other side, a team of scientists and people that know how to do this, and there's your loved ones. And all of a sudden, they get word that someone on planet Earth is trying to get in touch with them through electronic voice phenomena. So just imagine on your side, you get your headphones, you get your recording device, you got your computer, you've got your sound source, and you record for a couple of minutes the sound of a fan blowing. Then you listen to it and you hear only the fan blowing. Now, meanwhile, behind the scenes, imagine, and I'm being a little funny on this, the team of scientists are there, your loved one is there, they are ready, they're going to give it a shot, your loved one does everything they can do to give a nice, loud, I love you, and you play the recording back and all you hear is the sound of the fan. So maybe you give it another go and you record and they're on the other side and your loved one is doing their very best to scream, I love you. You play it back and there you go, just the sound of the fan. So you say, well, maybe I'll do it another time and maybe you try it a week later and then maybe you just forget about it. On the other side, that is not counted as someone who is committed (laughs) to doing this. You have to, I don't want to tell you you have to do anything, but you will find out someday that the afterlife is very, very real and that we are still real people living real lives. And so you wouldn't make an appointment with someone here in this life and then not keep it. So have that commitment. Talk to your loved one as if they're right there because they are. Come up with a schedule. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with them because there's no easy way of learning this, I don't think. On either side, they need to practice whatever they do energetically, putting their thoughts into the recording device that you have. And it's really bizarre that they can take a sound that's already inside of a recorder and manipulate it into words. So that part is the hard part. I think our part is the easy part, holding out a tape recorder and recording something. But we need to have that commitment and you need to have the trust that in a matter of time, you will be someone who can differentiate a, I love you, with the background noise of raindrops or a fan blowing, something like that. So have that commitment, have that dedication. This is real stuff. And be patient. Very important to be patient. The people that are doing the biggest things with electronic voice phenomena are the people that are very, very committed. Very often they are helping others. Very often they're sharing this publicly. And not that you have to, you certainly don't. But when you have that commitment The other side will know you are committed and they will be there working with you. We had a conversation with Sonia Rinaldi not too long ago. She did a demonstration about her latest work, capturing pictures and audios from the other side. And of course, she's been doing this for over 30 years with so many unbelievably clear, loud voices. And she says from the scientists on the other side, they really do need to see a commitment. Now, when I say she talks 
and works with scientists on the other side. You heard me mention some names of scientists and priests that have been involved. Not only has Sonia recorded voices from them with them telling her their names, but she has pictures of them taken from the other side. Even Nikola Tesla, the great inventor, he is working on this behind the scenes. So she has his voice, she has his picture, and it's incredible. He has never taken a picture while he was alive with a smile. And the pictures that come through using her instrumental transcommunication, they have smiles. I think that's pretty neat. So where do we begin? Your recording equipment Some people use the old style tape recorder. You know, the ones we put a cassette in. I don't even know if you can find those anymore. For myself, I use a digital recorder. Some call them voice memos. They take a couple of batteries. You hold it to your mouth. There's a place you can press play. You you can press record. Usually it's got a USB plug that sticks out of it and will plug into your computer. For me and my experience, I found that those were best to use. You don't need to buy a state-of-the-art one. You don't need to spend a lot of money. In fact, some of the older ones that have poor quality of clarity can sometimes produce the best EVPs because that static in the background is something that they use to manipulate for the voices. Some people I know have used their smartphones and their tablets, but I don't know very many people who have had luck doing this. I think with our technology that we have right now, our phones are so good at picking up exactly what it hears that there may not be too much room for manipulation of the sound. That's only my guess, but more people have had good luck with recording using a standard digital tape recorder. And speaking of luck, back to commitment and patience, the harder you work, the luckier you get. That is something my dad always said. Those people that appear to have so much luck doing anything are usually the ones behind the scenes that have the commitment to doing it. Some people use their computers and record from their computer. But again, like the cell phone, more people do get voices using something like a digital tape recorder. For a background sound source, well, you need to record something. So you heard I was recording the sound of being inside of an airport. I wouldn't recommend that because there are real words that are spoken and you can record one of those and think, oh, there's a message there. And then you say, oh, what is it? Come to gate three, your flight is about to leave, you know, something like that. So not the best kind of background noise. There is something called EVP Maker, and it's a free download, and you can put any kind of sound, and it will rearrange sound into gibberish, into chopped up voices. I know Sherry Pearl, who I strongly recommend that you watch her video on electronic voice phenomena. She uses gibberish and does these recordings. She has shown that the different sound sources that you use create different quality EVP. So if you were to take the sound of water running, or if you're taking the sound of a fan blowing, the loved ones use those sounds to try to put them into words, where if they already have human voice 
it's easier for them to rearrange that and to make them into words. And that's also what Sonia Rinaldi has been doing for so many years. Both Sonia Rinaldi and Sherry Pearl use the gibberish and they record right into their computer. They don't use a digital recorder like I use. And also the EVP maker only works if you have a Windows platform. It doesn't work on a Mac. You don't need any kind of a special computer. In fact, some of the computers that we do have already have things built into them. I have a Mac and there's something called GarageBand, which is a sound editing program. There is something free called Audacity. When you do these recordings, you can record them with your digital recorder. You can upload them into Audacity. And from there, you could highlight different segments and loop them over and over again. So you got your recording device, you got your digital recorder, you've got your good headphones, you've got your computer, you've got your sound source. So like I said, the shower running, fan blowing, noise from the EVP maker, and most importantly, you have patience and commitment. Next is it's time to record. I personally believe in the power of intention, and I was trained that we need to have our room charged with energy for the EVPs to happen, for our loved ones to be able to use our energy to make these recordings. So I would always take time and sit and close my eyes and visualize a moonbeam coming into the space or imagine a tornado of energy just spinning and twirling and getting more power packed. Or even if you want to imagine that there's a plug connected to you and you plug it right into an outlet and just have that intention to have power grow. Talk to your loved ones and you can say, hello, is there anything you want to tell me? Things like that. And just let your tape recorder record for just a minute and then say, thank you. Good night. Talk to you soon. Something like that. The next part can be the difficult part. After you upload the minute into your computer, you have to listen. And it's difficult because in just a few seconds, you could hear several words, you could hear nothing at all, your ears and your mind can play tricks on you, thinking that there are things that are there that aren't. So my recommendation is just to listen. Listen with the intent that there's some words on there. And the more you listen, like I said, in time, the sound, the voices will start rising above the sound of the background noise. It takes practice. It takes commitment. I do recommend that you go to the atransc.org website, click on techniques, and then basic EVP recording technique, and also check out their books, and then go to sherrypearl.com. S-H-E-R-I-P-E-R-L dot com or on YouTube, Sherry Pearl EVP. Good luck. Don't give up. Remember, your loved ones want this just as much as you do. So they'll keep trying and you keep trying. This is Sandra Champlain. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 
You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. For shows like this and others, please make sure to tune into the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone.